is the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are gonna sip it Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Could let you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind What do I throw? What do I do? Cause suck your mom ain't the same without you. Flinging you, baby, every which way. When fuckries comes my way, uh, straws, I want to be with you. Nowhere else, just flinging you. Why can't we just make it happen when people do fuck crazy? Yeah, that's that's as far as I got. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to another week. Yeah, the penult. This is actually the penultimate week. I don't know why I said last week was the penultimate week. This is the penultimate week of SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right. Suck your mom. And it's me, Kalechi, in the place to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm sad. I feel like I'm now starting to kind of feel all of the things. And it's a bit sad that the podcast is coming to an end, but it's a testament to having boundaries and to just, you know, doing the things and being a person of your word. I wanted to do a project for a year. You know, the year's almost done. I did what I had to do. I came, I podded, I conquered, I'm out. You know, I should have said that for the last episode. That would have sounded so sick. But no, really, as much as I see that every week new followers are joining and people are telling their friends about the podcast and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, you know, it's one of those things where I know that if I made it to two years, there would probably be such a big following for this podcast and but I feel like the following is big and I'm happy with the way that the following is the the message the podcast has reached the people that it needed to reach and you know it's I'm not taking it offline like you can always refer friends to it and it can listen from the very beginning or maybe you want to listen for the very beginning and see how I grew like a rose in the concrete yeah but um yeah, it's 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 a testament to growth. You know, I will probably sit down and listen to all of the episodes from beginning to end so I can learn from, you know, I learn as I do the episodes, but, you know, I can learn and see the trajectory and how I kind of developed with each episode. And I'm super, super proud of myself and I'm super, super grateful for all of you who have tuned in and you've supported me from literally the very, very beginning. I'm so, so thankful for your lives and I'm so, so thankful for your kindness and, I really literally couldn't have done it without you. So thank you so much. Um, big up my patrons, as I'm always saying on Patreon. Thank you for supporting the, uh, the podcast financially. It's been a great look. For those of you who don't know, I have a show on Foundation FM. Yeah, on Foundation FM, which is an a female-led new radio station that's just launched. I have a show on there every Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. It's called The Catch-Up with Kelechi Okafor. So the 2 to 4 slot is the catch-up with whoever is on that week, but I'm on a Friday at 2 till 4 p.m. So if you're missing the podcast, that's definitely the place to catch me from. Well, I'm already on it, so that's why I'm tired because I had to go and do that show today. 
um, I had Mulan on, big up Mulan. I had her on and um, then I rushed over here to record this episode. So I will do it this week and I'll do it next week and that'll be the end of running around on a Friday like a headless chicken. So yes, um, I'm Kelechi Okafor, not just some random person just chatting away in your ear. My name is Kelechi Okafor, but, 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 welcome to my show. Um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, don't know why you're listening at this point, you should start all the way back so you understand the rules, but you're in a welcome, 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 welcome. Big up my sponsor, Ibile Botanica. That's ibilebotanica.co.uk. You can get your nice, nice herbs and, you know, for your teas and your yoni steams and all of them things there and your smokable herbs, which is my favorite. You can get all of that from the website and you get a 20% discount when you type in say your mind or one word, uppercase or one word. Not uppercase or one word, like say your mind in uppercase as one word, then you'll get your discount. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, quite a few of you at the live show that Sunday, 2nd of December. For those who didn't manage to get a ticket, you have a final chance to get a ticket. Um, I'll release 20 extra tickets, the final lot, because I think we can make it in the space. 20 extra tickets will be released on the 28th of November, if I'm correct, 28th of November, I'll release 20 extra tickets. So for those of you who truly do want to come and you're not just gassing up the tin, because some of you wait till things sell out and you go, oh my God, no, I was literally, I was literally about to buy it. Were you really? Were you really? Because it's always convenient how that's when you show up to come and tell me, but whatever. Anyway, I'm looking forward to the live show. I've got some special bits for you. Um, obviously, you should have guessed by now that Kevin will be one of my special guests. Um, I'll have the lovely poet Dilemma, who's um, supporting, the, uh, supporting the live show by performing her poetry. So Dilemma will be with us as well. That's Dilemma, D-Y-L-E-M-A. If you want to follow her, she'll be performing at the live show and I can't wait. I'm also going to have my baby girl, Layla, who is one of my students and an incredible pole dancer. She'll be giving us a pole performance on the day as well, by God's grace. Um, everything will go as I planned for it to, um, because people have moved very, very wild, especially with the venue. I was very, very disappointed in the venue that I was speaking with to do the live show. And they just started moving mad, adding extra costs that they never mentioned. And then they're thinking that I'm going to be smiling up, smiling up in their face when I see, when I see them. No, because I always keep the same energy. That's what you should know about me, Bob. Anyways, I'm tired. I'm exhausted and I'm cranky because I, like I said, I'm running about everywhere, but I have had a brilliant week. I was at... Um, well, I went to the Noscars. I didn't win in my category. I was nominated for like media person of the year or something. But um, it was organized by NAS, the organization that deals with sexual health. Um, so yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't win in my category, but big up all of the people who were nominated because there was truly, there were truly fantastic people in that room. And it was so well organized. The whole event was so well organized. I wore a beautiful dress from ASOS and I had a great time. The food was nice. The drinks were lovely. The people were fantastic and it was a great, great event. So I'm glad to have been invited and I'm still a baby girl, whether I won or not. Um, and then I went to pool so I was in pool, we're in, that's in Dorset, FYI, 
don't act like you knew that it was in Dorset. Maybe some of you did, but anyway. So I was in Poole um, at the Lush factories looking at how the things are made by Lush Cosmetics. And that was wonderful. That was such a great, great experience. So thank you to Rachel for bringing me in and thank you to Lush for having me come by. And I was working, I made my own eyeshadow. I made my own brown kind of like goldy, um, like metallic brown eyeshadow. I made it by myself, Rowena, who's the co-founder of Lush. She showed me how to like mix things to get the result that I wanted. So I started mixing until I found the right shade of brown that I wanted. I'm so proud of me. Um, it was such a nice experience because, you know, like I'm always saying that like, this podcast isn't sexy, you know, so I don't get often, you know, like the opportunities that other people get because of like the things that they do. Like it's it's just nicer and more kind of palatable um different things that people do so therefore they get opportunities that won't come my way but I'm always saying that our blessings are always cut to our size and so it was just wonderful that with the things that I do I'm, I was still able to be invited by Lush to be part you know of this thing like just come through come and have your come and relax they gave me a four hour three to four hour spa treatment um it was in, it was so good. It was so so good. I had a great time. I felt so relaxed. Beautiful hotel room. Like oh, I just I proper I feel oh god my god. I just feel like a baby girl. I honestly felt like such a baby girl, and it's a rare feeling. It's a rare feeling to not be stressed all of the time. And I feel like that's pretty much how I've lived this year in constant stress. And I think it would have been worse if I didn't have my therapist who I'm very, very blessed to have in my life because shit's just hard. It's really, really hard, but it was really nice being um, at the Lush factories, playing around with things, learning a lot of things and just being involved in, you know, processes and, and like looking through makeup and lipstick and, you know, giving my opinion and stuff. And Umba was there, who's um, a fantastic makeup artist, who's all about change. Um, and yeah, we had a great time. Myself, Umba and Rachel had a wonderful time with Lush and I hope I get to do more of those things. So if you work at organizations that can let me do fancy things, then bring me in. Can you bring me in? Yeah. But not if they're moving mad, because if they're moving mad, then I'm going to have to cuss them and that might just get very, very awkward for you. So maybe not. Anyway, let's get into it then. So the card that I pulled for this week in the tarot from the Black Angel deck of cards, because we're coming to the end now, is the Builder. I don't know if this is the card that I mentioned last. No, it's not. The Builder. That's the card that I pulled this week. So it says here for the Builder, you have an instinct for building inner strength. On the waking path, you're aligning body, mind, and spirit. On the sleeping path, it's walling off and being sedentary. You, Builder, strengthen us by helping us to see. You are seen as strong and reliable. You are committed, dedicated, and devoted to what you do. On this waking path, your spirit feels aligned with how you live. You are well with your, in, you are well with your innate instincts for seeing the cracks in the wall and fixing them. You help others see their weaknesses as strengths and vice versa. No one can hide from you. As a builder, you are aware of the internal battles going on inside of us in relationship to how we appear to others. 
You can be seen holding things together for everyone around you. You are someone who calls it and names it and names the shadows. Even though you work at softening the truth you have to share, your keen sensing often has an intense laser-like quality. Your impact on others is electrifying and can be deadly if someone is not ready for the information you can provide about their life. Since people gravitate towards you when they need strengthening, you may find yourself under a lot of weight, holding folks and their problem. You can feel stressed by people placing their lives in your hand. You may feel a backlash from people who feel you can see their weaknesses and judge them. They may come down hard on you. Their vulnerability around you can make them defensive and move to a place of withdrawal. The weaknesses you see in others are really your insights into your own weaknesses. However, the view of yourself as weak is frightening to you. When you feel your weak uh, when you feel when you feel weak, your sense of survival is threatened. When threatened, you may spend more time assessing others' faults at, or limitations without exploring your own. In our society, weakness is to be avoided. One is in danger if weak. Perhaps weakness is a soft place, ready to mold you into something new. Perhaps it's not weakness at all, but rather the body, mind and spirit adjusting to what is about to unfold in your life. The shifting can make you feel unsupported. On the sleeping path, you may have in mind to never show a weak spot. You hide being wounded or robbed of spirit. In such a state, you build walls around you for safety, but in fact, you are furthering your insecurity. Your renewal depends on not seeing your weaknesses as a deficiency or inability to withstand life, but rather a softening necessary for decreasing the intensity in your life. Slow down. Be honest with yourself. Are you too busy with other folks and missing your chances to build more integrity in your life? Are there shadows where you thought the walls had been taken down in your life? Can you stay close to the fear of your limitations so you can find ways of working with them? Well, I like that builder card because I think that it's very, very apt. You know, it took me a while to understand that being vulnerable is a strength. And people obviously synonymize um, weakness with vulnerability. But the thing is, there's tenderness in vulnerability. There's tenderness in weakness. You know, there's there's tenderness in not having to fight all of the time or appearing like you've got everything together and like you've got no weak spots. Because the thing is, when people think that you've got no weak spots, they start pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, trying to break everything down. Or they load you with loads of things thinking that you can withstand it. But the reality is that we all have weak spots and there is only so much that we can take, whether that's from top, from top, he um, top heavy or having that pressure applied straight on. There's only so much we can take as individuals. So when we're building um, a life, it's important to not wall ourselves off from other people or build the lives around ourselves because we're thinking, oh, well, if I build my house this way and if I build my fortress this way, it'll keep other people out. Yeah, but when you build that fortress to keep other people out, you're also keeping yourself in. And that is a lonely motherfucking existence. So you should consider the fact that when building and when you're seeing weaknesses and you're seeing things, when you... When you show more and like when you show more empathy towards your own weaknesses, when you see them in other people, you are therefore more empathetic. Other times when I've seen people behave a certain way towards me, when I've been vulnerable, I've taken it as a slight against me. But actually, it's a slight against themselves. And I might have said it last week or the week before or whenever. But Nairo Wahid has a poem that says, when you show someone the sun in your bones and they reject you, that is the very same way that they reject themselves. Like, 
you can only reject people if you don't under if you loathe that thing. And usually you loathe that thing because it exists within you. So in working through my weaknesses and embracing my weaknesses and allowing myself to be tender and vulnerable and to also do this uh, um, quite a bit of that, not a lot of that, but quite a bit of that on social media platforms, I feel that in it's empowered me. But by me showing up as myself, it's also empowered other people to understand that they can show up as themselves and... Um, and they can be vulnerable because there's strength in vulnerability, but not strength the way that we know it, the way that we speak about it. Strength is it comes in so many forms and we access so many different types of strengths for different types of things Like you don't use like, I don't know, a fucking fork to drink water, you know, so. The reason I say that is because there isn't there is there is equipment, there is a tool for everything so. There is a different type of empathy for every situation. And if the reason that you're scared or fearful of being vulnerable, um, if that's because you're scared of people hurting you or people have hurt you before, newsflash, people will hurt you and there's nothing you can do about it. That's part of life. With love comes loss and with love sometimes comes grief. You know, it is what it is, but that should never turn you away from loving and from and from feeling vulnerable and from showing your weaknesses because those are the things that make you human and those are the things that make you endearing and you share that without um you know with a you just share it without any sort of resistance and it makes a big big difference and those people who didn't want to see the sun in your bones didn't want to embrace and honor your weaknesses and your vulnerability well the universe will give them straws on your behalf and that's actually I'm saying that because I'm looking at the affirmation card I pulled this week, the Say Your Mind affirmation card, which is the universe hands out straws on my behalf. That's the card that was pulled. And it says here, sometimes, why am I keep dropping this card? It doesn't want to stay in my hand. Sometimes when people hurt us, we are tempted to give them a straw and instruct them on what to do with it. We have to trust that our assignment is to do good and to look cute. In one way or another, the universe will balance out the actions of others. So I made that because I needed that as a reminder to myself Because oftentimes when people move mad towards me I am fully, fully dedicated to moving extra mad towards them But I needed to understand that my role in this life isn't to go and avenge my enemies, you know, to, it's not the, it's not I, as much as I'm like, oh, I'm a Libra, I'm a Libra. Leona, Nicole Black and I obviously saw that with everything placed in my natal chart, I'm pretty much a Scorpio and Scorpios are all about that vengeance. Like they will come for your ass. And so I definitely have that energy. Like you do me wrong and I will find you. And I have a special set of skills and a special set of straws and I will deal with you. But I'm learning that, you know what, sometimes let the, let God says in the Bible, vengeance is mine because we don't understand how the actions of today will impact the lives of tomorrow. So you want immediate vengeance because you're seeing everything in a short-sighted manner of how it hurt your ego and how it hurt your human self, not understanding that sometimes actions as aggravating and as horrible as they might be and hurtful as they might be they're all part of a death and a rebirth within ourselves and that's what Scorpio energy is very much about that dying and rebirth and understanding that hearts break hearts mend but when hearts break I feel like they open up even more so you're open you're you know you're open to receiving more love in life only if you're willing to every chance um, every time I feel like you go through a heartbreak 
and that heart opens up and you're feeling all of that pain or you're feeling all of that grief it's a chance to start putting everything back together but filling yourself with spiritual fortitude that you'll be okay like that that is a major key don't let your heart break for no fucking reason that your heart's now broken and, and you're just looking at it in a broken state feel the grief but start putting things back in your heart start putting that spiritual water back in your heart that energy back in your heart that will fortify it because Madness doesn't beget madness, you know Like, people can move mad But you have to just understand that You know what, surrender it to the universe And you continue to do good Because it's all a test as I see it That's the way that I see it In every time, in every situation I've seen people move mad I've had to say to myself What is the lesson that I'm I'm meant to learn from this Apart from the fact that this person is a dickhead What other lesson am I meant to learn from this situation Because whatever is aggravating me about them There might be something for me to observe within myself about the situation and how that's been reflected to me. That's not to say that I'm at fault or like, oh, you know, you're the one to blame, blaming yourself. But no, but also looking at how your energies interact with their energies and how it has now created this reality. I always wonder when people tell stories and like they're not the bad guy at all. If I tell you a story about altercations or um, disputes that I've had with people, I will surely tell you all of the ways that I move mad because I, I know what I did and I'm accountable for what I did. And I think that that's important as well anyway moving on to the collider dope deck by crystal banner book book my favorite deck everyone that's seen this deck that's gotten to touch it in real life they love it so much they absolutely love it initially i was like i'm not gonna let anybody touch it but it's so powerful and i'm so proud of it um so yeah i let people touch it sometimes <laughs> um the first card that I pulled from the Collider Dope deck is the King of Coins. And she's depicted the King of Coins as Basquiat, the artist. May God rest his soul. Um, that's how she's drawn the King of Coins. And I think that it's very just rich in its blackness. And what this card says to me, it's given me very wand type energy, fire energy. But it's what it's saying to me, really, although we're looking at coins, so it's an earth, it's an earth vibe. But um, what it's saying to me is that we're in a period right now where we have all of the creativity in to manifest in our lives the things that we want with and i feel that for me because it's basket that's on it for this particular deck i'm thinking about art so we're creative artistically and we've got everything within us that will will make sure that we go clear that will make sure that we blow but what's happening is that on a on a subconscious level We've got the moon in reverse And the moon card is the 18th Well, it's technically the 19th card of the Major Arcana But it's numbered number 18 And so we've got this card that comes up, the moon Which is a Pisces card But it's speaking more about the subconscious And that we don't trust our own intuition Because when it's the right way up It is saying that, you know, observe all of the things that are happening around you Really pay attention to your intuition Really, really use it to guide you Because when things are, when things are dark You've got the light of the moon to guide you And now what I'm seeing is that I'm literally looking at the king of coins A.K.A. Basquiat Looking towards the moon But the moon being in reverse And to me, that's just like, we all know about um, how, well, not all of us know, but Basquiat, the way that Basquiat passed away, 
the career that he had or the struggles that he had while he was alive and the fact that we don't get the acclaim that we deserve while we're alive so we second guess ourselves that is a lesson for us all don't second guess yourself while you are alive like do and don't go and second guess yourself when you die either but i'm saying like while you're here don't second guess your talent even if other people aren't giving you the hype and the acclaim that you deserve or you feel like you deserve just know that you're great at what you're doing and everything is a process. You just continue being excellent. If you become inconsistent um, with your excellence, thinking, well, nobody's noticing. So what's the point of me putting in 100%? I promise you the day that you decide to put in 40% is the day that someone will notice and they'll be like, rah, yeah, well, that's what I thought all along. They're not worth the time. Put in 100% consistently when it comes to the thing that you're passionate about. That doesn't always mean that you have to be like producing things all of the time. No, but just when you do produce something, when you do create something, make sure it's something that really, really reflects your soul that you can stand by and you can be super, super proud of. If it isn't, then that's put it to the side. There's no point in giving us 80% of your passion or giving us 80% of what you know that you're like capable of. Keep it until you can make 100% because what you want to make sure is that when the time comes, because all the time that we talk about luck and all of that, it's just when, you know, you're preparation meets an opportunity that's literally what I feel like luck is when the preparation that you've been doing meets an opportunity so if you're not prepared then that opportunity isn't going to seem like luck and I also believe that sometimes we're blessed with something great and we grow into it we're not going to be perfect at the time of getting the thing so that's another thing as well so if you're creating work but you're not putting out the work nobody knows that you're fucking amazing artist or whatever nobody knows because you're not putting it out because you're waiting for it to be perfect god forbid you die tomorrow what do we then know what have you what did you then leave in the world that you that was that's a representation of your soul what did you leave we don't we won't know put it out now because i always use rihanna as an excuse rihanna could not hold that note baby girl bad girl riri could not hold that note but that did not stop god from saying that you you are destined for greatness and i have blessed you abundantly with greatness and we literally watch rihanna develop in front of our eyes showing us her vulnerability again because vulnerability is a strength showing us the way that she was growing and now someone who used to be like i'm not a fan of rihanna i'm a i'm a massive fan of rihanna because she grew where she was planted she didn't run away she didn't shy away from her blessings she grew within the blessing and not that she ever needed to justify it because we don't we as humans never need to justify the blessings that god has seen us worthy of if other people don't agree with it that's their fucking business but god has said that you have it so she never needed to justify it but she definitely grew into that blessing in a way that i could understand and i'd be like you know what home girl i now see a fraction of what god saw in you keep doing what you're doing my g and i think that that's definitely the vibe that i get from these cards that you are a king you are you know, and that's speaking to your masculine energy as well. Like you are a king, you are destined for greatness. You are doing something that is worthy of praise. Don't doubt yourself. Don't sit there having all of this like um, trepidation and not trusting your intuition. Things aren't as bad as you are perceiving them to be. Put your work out into the world and let those who it's meant to touch, give them access to it. Because also you've been blessed with a gift for a reason. By not using that gift or by keeping that gift um, undercover and not letting people know that it's there, you don't know how one one thing that you create can literally change someone's life. Like I have um, poems as the backdrop on my phone. 
And when they were writing that poem, they weren't ever thinking about me. But because they wrote that poem, they gave meaning to an aspect of my life that I probably wouldn't have otherwise. So create not just for yourself, but create because you were given that specific gift so God could manifest such greatness in this earthly plane that's actually ruled by like lower vibrational forces and pussyclarts. Anyway... That was such a random way to end all of that motivational speak. But um, the reason I say that is because what we're going to discuss in the extra content, and it definitely feels like some of you this week, as the um, podcast is coming to a close, you're really starting to panic. That's the energy that I'm getting. And so you're thinking, okay, what am I doing? What am I doing? Because the bottom of the deck for this week is the nine of swords is the card that's waiting for us. So that's the one I'm going to discuss in the extra content, which leads on from these two cards. So that's that. Thank you so much for listening to my ramblings about the esoteric or the esoteric, whatever. Wherever. Let's move on to Share Your Magnificence. So my first Share Your Magnificence this week goes out to Maddie. You guys don't know Maddie. And I think I mentioned her in the Swedish Girl Mafia episode, or maybe I mentioned her in the episode after that. But Maddie's a white woman who works, um, she works at Lush. I think she'll be okay with me saying that. She works at Lush. Um, And she's so incredible. The reason I say that she's incredible is because she is aware of her privilege. And she's so... You know, like there's some people who claim that they're woke. There's some white people who claim that they're woke and they're so exhausting because every time you just want to catch a vibe and chill and they're like, oh my God, I've just realized the enslavement of others and how it's affected you in this society. And you must be so angry. And you're like, God... Every time you become enlightened as white people, I need to relive my own trauma because you're telling me about my existence, which I already know because why I'm existing in it. So it's just really, really weird to me. But Maddie doesn't do that. Maddie was there when we were recording the Swedish Girl Mafia episode and she just sat there and listened. And for her, she was saying that it was just such an honor to be able to be in that space, for us to feel comfortable with her being in that space as we talked about things that affected us as black women or affect us as black women. And she did something the other day um, that I won't go into because it's none your business, but she did something for someone the other day that I just thought that is how you put your white privilege to work because you know that they're not going to move as mad to you for speaking out about certain things the way that they'll move mad for, to, to us for speaking out about these particular things. So I just respect her because she doesn't go singing and dancing about it. On her Insta page, her Insta page isn't filled with like, oh my God, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> She's just a girl living her life, like cute, cute photos of her doing really nice makeup because to me, that tells me that she's not performing her wokeness. It's just part of the, the person that she is working towards being. And I really, really respect it. Honestly, I respect her a lot. So two slaps on your chest, Maddie. Because I feel like I don't like to throw around that word ally, but you're a real G and you're doing bits and you're doing bobs. Continue doing what you're doing. I know that it's exhausting work. And I know that sometimes it can't be comfortable. It must be extremely uncomfortable but you persist and you are great for doing so I always say yeah we're not handing out cookies to people for doing things that they should be doing but you are honestly when I see the things that you're doing you're going above and beyond and when we talk about subversive ways to um, flip power 
you're doing that when we're talking about subversive ways to increase um the uh you know, the the accessibility into these environments for uh, women of colour, black women, you're really, really doing that. And I appreciate you. So that's my share your magnificence for this week goes out to Maddie, babe. Um, I've got your letters because obviously you're now realising, like I keep telling you that the podcast is ending. So you're finally sending me the letters I asked for. Although this was sent a few weeks ago, but I was busy, so I couldn't read it on the show. Is from Naomi. If you remember Naomi from the one of the first few episodes of the podcast, um, I'll tell you more. Basically, she's just given us an update. Hi, Kalechi. I hope you're well. Your last episode made me realize that the podcast really is coming to an end. <laughs> told you. And that prompted me to write to you again because I might not get another chance, although I'm still hoping something else will be following the podcast. A girl can hope. Huge congratulations on your recent Samsung advert I'm so happy that these successes are coming your way And I hope that they continue The fact that you're so open about your life Means I'm aware of just how hard this year has been for you And so all of your achievements are a testament To just how resilient and hardworking you are In the face of such difficult things I'm sorry that you've had to go through so much And I hope that you're healing okay I hope that the coming months bring only successes and good news Amen I wanted to give you a quick update on the program I run as you kindly mentioned it in a previous episode and so I thought it would be um, it would only be right that I keep you in the loop. This year, 27 black and mixed race target Oxbridge students started at the universities of Oxford and Cambridge. This is the biggest group we've had start at Oxbridge so far. And I've been told they've been joined by many other black students. So it seems change is coming, even though it's not as fast as we'd like. My team and I are currently helping our students who are applying for university this year. And we have helped 150 students to submit their applications to Oxford and Cambridge. This is the biggest biggest the program has ever been and we are really excited for the students. I'll be keeping my fingers crossed until January when they get the results of their applications. I also wanted to nominate David Olusoga, 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 yeah, for Share Your Magnificence. He has produced a series of really good documentaries and I just watched his most recent one on Britain's Forgotten Slave Owners. David Olusoga has committed himself over the years to telling the stories and histories of black people in Britain and also making it clear that black uh, that British history is black history the country's rise is the country's rise is inexplicably linked to with the atrocities of slavery and that cannot be overlooked even though the realities of the history are hard to stomach most of the time i really enjoyed watching the documentary as i felt that it was finally being told that um as I felt that I was finally being told the whole truth. You can check out the documentary here if you're interested. Um, I'll provide you, man, the link. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Lots of, well, she didn't say lots of. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week, Naomi. She doesn't do lots of love. That's me. I'm always saying that automatically. Thank you, Naomi. I'm super, super happy for you and so, so proud of all that you've um, achieved. And I pray that Target Oxbridge continues to grow and grow and grow. And as these students are going to Oxford, um, Oxford and Cambridge, that they are seen as full humans and all the micro and macro aggressions that other students have, have had to face before them becomes less. That is honestly my hope and that they don't leave as people who say all lives matter I really pray for that also because sometimes people end up in a sunken place but thank you so much Naomi and I will definitely check out that documentary by David because I'm just forever busy so when I do have a chance to do things all I do is watch comedies because the world is hard enough so I just watch comedies um but I will check that out so that was from Naomi two slaps on your chest Naomi for Target Oxbridge 
And two slaps for David. My next letter is from Anonymous. It says here, good afternoon. At the time of composing this email, I'm still listening to today's podcast and just wanted to say that I loved your guests. I just wanted to collectively hug them for their troubles and just to, I don't know, listening to them touch me. So big ups to Kevin for being such a baby boy. Big ups to Kachenga for being a baby girl. And always big ups for you for all that you do. Two slaps on your chest. And thank you for giving us this year of your time It cannot have been easy And yet she persevered The whole thing had me up in my feels Kevin mentioned the lack of spaces For black men to engage in a small way The way black women have been doing for years And he makes a valid point We tend to be pushed by the women in our lives To remember the importance of our health And mental health Some of these same said black men Will stick their neck out to slander you And I'm sorry you receive that my share your magnificence goes out to Stephen Kavuma, who's at underscore Stephen with a V, Kavuma, who organized a workshop called Black Men Talking, a group for black men to meet with each other, talk and explore barriers around mental health in a safe space. That's all I need to say. I think I'm still raw because sharing and unclenching leaves you raw. And as I'm listening to your pod, it's all I can do to keep it in to hear so much raw truth I got to rebuild my walls Before I take out take on the world again But I also need to send out A collective thank you To black women Great or small Simply for being Thank you all for being Right Love Loving and blessings to you and yours All the best From Anon Thank you Anon I really really appreciate That letter um, I know, You can see how late I'm reading it Because I've already had an episode between that one And um, the KKK episode um, But yeah, big up Stephen for doing that For creating a space for black men to meet And speak about their mental health Because I want more spaces for black men To speak about their mental health And I guess I want that from a very selfish place Because I'm I feel like if more black men meet up and speak about their mental health and it becomes a major movement, then that means that less black men will be online moving mad and sending me bullshit. So I I implore you all to gather your men, gather, all you man them, gather together and go and talk about your things. But no, I think it's transformative. I said it on the radio show today um, at the time of recording. It's a Friday. I said it on the radio show that Love is transformative Like love can transform cells It can transform everything It can transform literally physical matter Yes, so for that reason For men to meet and cultivate love Amongst themselves That isn't based on Oh, can you lie for me When I'm cheating on my wife It just means that so much more Can be achieved And that's what I want I want greatness for us us all Like from a very real place Like man, I love us for real (laughs) Um Yes, then my next letter is from Fatima And it says Hi Kalechi First of all, two slaps on your chest I became a fan from Twitter Through the likes of Stephanie Yaboa And Sincerely Owosa Then IG and finally SYM Yes, exactly in that order I've also interacted with you on occasion And I feel very honoured that out of the many baby girls out there You had two minutes for me Hence two slaps here and there I wanted you to know that ever since I started following your presence, I've established and reaffirmed my purpose as a black female navigating these spaces, which I honestly feel I have a claim to anyway. They can fight their mothers, mortal combat styles. But, but 
I know your podcast is coming to an end and I'm not sure what my line number is in your inbox. Hopefully this reaches you in time, but I want you to know that everything you've done to this point has been phenomenal. You might get that from a lot of people on these internet streets and mine may not be that distinct, but I wanted to put it out there. I've learned so much from the way you explain concepts in a rational and metaphysical terms that I listen to and analyze everything that I've experienced to this point and have concluded that I need to move mad where moving mad hasn't been seen before. Before. I go to a predominantly white university and as I near completion, I started joining programs and organizations that I hardly see any black people. God is with this baby girl because I've been accepted into most of them. My plan is to make a significant amount of impact, um, significant amount of an impact that will allow people who are either not aware or are not motivated enough to be visible to take this as an opportunity to move madder than I would have. I'm not a social activist in the Twitter standard capacity. However, I do try to make sure I do my part as best as possible. In sharing your magnificence i wanted to big up myself and all the other black women paving the way one action one talk one advice one helping hand at a time including yourself I also wanted to inform you about a blog I've been working on for ages where I've tried to present my black experience to the world. I took the challenge of bringing on three interns that I work with remotely as a way of community service and providing opportunities for them to be intellectually inspired and socially conscious in spaces that wouldn't have been and they wouldn't have been in otherwise. My recent achievement was sponsoring one of the interns to go to the art X Lagos event earlier in November. Believe me, I couldn't be any more proud. I hope to do more with my platform as you have, or even better, so that everybody can have a chance to be obnoxiously black. Yes! Thank you for being the existence we all needed in this reality. I hope that in the future, I get a chance to meet you and give you the biggest hug ever experience. Inshallah, love, Fatima. And Fatima's blog is thatgreentea.com. So that's www. Even though we shouldn't be saying that in this day and age. www.thatgreentea.com. And her Twitter is at Fatimaz. That's F-A-T-Y-M-A-Z. And Instagram is fatty that's f-a-t-y-m-a-z x gram g-r-a-m so let's show fatima some love like it's wonderful it's literally what i was saying in the tarot today like i need you to all start bigging yourselves up the final episode of this podcast proper proper episode we're not talking about the live show episode the final episode when i'm in the studio recording it is next week if you like if you like, move mad and don't send me anything. But if you now jump into my Instagram inbox or my Twitter inbox to come and start telling me all the higgy hagger and do not send the way that I will block you. I'll block you so hard that you'll feel it wherever you are. Send all of your things in now, whether it's to share your magnificence or so you mad or straw of the week. Send them in before the final week. If I don't get through all of it, I'm sure I'll mention quite a bit of it at the live show. The live show, I think we're likely to be having a sponsored discussion a discussion to discuss um, a book about the wind rush. So be prepared for that as well if you're coming along. And that's pretty much it. Like I'm really, really proud of everyone for what you've achieved and the things that you've shared with me through this year. I'm so thankful that you thought me worthy enough to share your experiences with by writing to me, whether it's, you know, on social media or wherever, by writing into SYM at kelechiokafor.com. I've really, really appreciated it. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for seeing my humanity. And I hope that in all the things that I've been doing that I've really seen yours and I've seen your humanity also. 
So that's it for the feels, all the feel goods. Let's get into the utter trash of life because it can't be avoided, to be honest. So what I want to discuss today in So You Mad is um, what's happening in Ireland at the moment. So today, I'm just going to take you through it. Today, a man was found not guilty of rape because the defence... His defense team said that, um, well, how could it have been rape when the girl was wearing a blue lace front, um, wearing blue lace front knickers? She was basically asking for it and ready to have sex. Rightfully so, the people in Ireland are going mad like they are not having this there is an outcry over the bullshit they're not having a bar of it because it's it's just disgusting so i'll just read you what i was reading earlier um a series of protests over sexual consent have been taking place in ireland a week after a man was acquitted of or a week after a man was acquitted of raping a 17 year old in the trial the defense lawyer told the jury you have to look at the way she was dressed she was wearing a thong with a lace front the 27-year-old woman, oh, sorry, the 27-year-old man was found not guilty of rape shortly afterwards. Let me state again the age of the woman that was raped. She was 17. Let me state again the age of the man who raped her. He was 27. Or now it's like he hasn't raped her. So this is technically defamation. Um, the, contra- the, contra- uh, the controversy led one Irish MP to hold up a lace thong in Parliament to highlight routine victim blaming. Ruth Copping- Coppinger produced the blue lacy underwear in Irish Parliament from her sleeve on Tuesday. It might seem embarrassing to show a pair of thongs here, but how do you think a rape victim or a woman feels at the incongruous setting of her underwear being shown in a court? This ca- the case in which the man was cleared of rape was originally reported by the Irish Examiner newspaper on the 6th of November. The accused maintained that the sexual contact between him and the girl, she was 17, which took place in the laneway in, in Cork, had been consensual. Details of the closing argument presented by his senior counsel, Elizabeth O'Connell, however, attracted widespread attention and prompted a series of online protest movements. Does the evidence outrule the possibility that she was attracted to the defendant and was open to meeting someone and being with someone? She asked, according to the examiner's report. You have to look at the way she was dressed. She was wearing a thong with a lace front. I... I'm in shock. I'm glad that there's a movement that started on social media that's been spurred, that, you know, that's being spurred on by um irish women online which is hashtag this is not consent and they've all been posting um, pictures of um, thongs they've all been posting pictures of thongs online different types of lacy thongs and they're just like this doesn't mean anything like this doesn't mean that i wanted a man to rape me like the girl was 17 like what do you mean what do you mean that oh um while she was wearing a th- i can wear what the fuck i like if I want to wear Savage by Fenty, yeah, that doesn't mean I'm expecting anyone to touch me. The thong was underneath her clothing. So he had to have made a, made it quite a way to see what was underneath her clothing, right? Underneath what she was wearing on the outer, like, 
I say it time and time again that it bothers me that we live in a society that doesn't hold men accountable for the ways in which they're violent towards women. Instead, women are held accountable for the violence that's inflicted upon them. And we're being told, don't wear earphones. Don't. So what do you want me to now wear as underwear? So I, I, I can't enjoy any longer feeling the laziness of my underwear because in case, God forbid, someone sexually um, assaults me, and they can justify it by the fact that Oh well she was wearing lacy underwear And most especially I feel like as a Nigerian as well Where you're brought up by your family And they're like oh make sure that you're always wearing nice underwear Because if you get hit by a car When the ambulance take you You need to make sure that your underwear and everything is you know looking good Don't go and shame yourself Don't go and disgrace the family It's always been worrying to me that that's where their minds go Not the fact that you're injured But the fact that you wore underwear that had holes in it But I always therefore That's always stuck in my mind That I always therefore Have underwear That's set good Like that That I always That doesn't mean That I'm inviting someone To come and violate me That's mad Again you're using the things That women choose to do For themselves to, for, for whatever reason That they decide to wear What they wear You use that as justification For the ways that they're treated So you're thinking that Oh well she clearly wanted it Because she was wearing A lace thong That was underneath The rest of her clothing So what about the women Who are Covered from head to toe What about the women Who are covered from head to toe And are still subjected to rape What about them How did they invite it then Because none of this makes sense Because you know why Sex isn't about sex I'm sorry Rape isn't about sex Rape is about power It's not about sex So you can wear or not wear Whatever the, whatever the fuck It can still happen and I'm just disappointed that the judge would rule or the, the, that it would be ruled in this way. Like the courts would rule in this way and say that, yeah, he's not guilty. Well, what? We're not taking into effect, um, to account that the girl's 17 and he's 27 years old. Well, what? We're not, we're not taking that into account either. He's clearly a predator, like clearly. And if that's, I, I just think that the, the defense lawyer that, that put that statement forward needs to, have an itchy anus for the rest of their rest of their life i believe in advocating for your client but that's gone into the realms of just utter disgusting behavior because what you're doing is setting precedent for the uh, precedents for that to happen for to other girls in the future so now everyone should be walking around in some dead out knickers for the fear that oh my god i don't want anyone to think if they've got x-ray vision that oh my god i want them to have sex with me without my consent no no, it's wild It's absolutely wild And I feel like the Irish courts moved extremely mad on that one And my love goes out And my heart goes out to the 17-year-old victim of this trash And that the guy Boy A fucking mess An absolute fucking mess um, The jury actually was made up of eight men and four women And it took one and a half hours of deliberation For them to reach their unanimous verdict yesterday so let me just read that to you again A 27-year-old man who denied raping a 17-year-old in County Cork Wept loudly as he was found not guilty by a jury at the criminal court in Cork The jury of eight men It is a rape case And you have eight men and four women So we know with the gender dynamics in our society That it's not working in favour of the women clearly And are you saying that they now reached a unanimous verdict And I wonder how they reached that verdict I wonder how I wonder how when you've got eight men and four women Talking about a rape case It's just It's just It's disgusting 
It's absolutely disgusting. And nowhere does consent constitute as the underwear that I've decided to wear. No, nowhere does that add to consent. Nowhere. And I feel like more people need to be educated on consent. And that's why it's imperative that consent is discussed and um, taught as part of sex education in schools because this needs to stop and it needs to stop sometime soon because when women start taking matters into their own hands nobody should cry and beg because you brought it on yourself so that's it for so you mad which could have easily been um could have been suck your mom straw of the aka straw of the week but i put that in so you mad so for um suck your mum this week aka straw of the week i've got two letters so my first one is from i don't think she wants me to say her name so i'll call her aj she says hey kalechi First, I just wanted to say thank you. Your podcast is so incredible. You are so inspiring. Thank you. And it really makes me not want to put and put up with any BS bullshit. I hope God fills your life with love and light. Thank you. So I would like to give a straw to all people who put on African film festivals and don't have any Africans on panel discussions afterwards. I know it's pretty niche, but I went to one to get uh, in touch with my roots and the panel discussions were awful. It was just white people talking about how black men aren't good enough fathers that the state should have intervened. And also the whole convo on immigration was not from an African point of view, but an Arab one. All the people on the panel were Arab. Most believe no one is talking about how difficult best believe no one is discussing how um, difficult it is for black refugees who don't get the same airtime or the slave trade of refugees going on in Libya and if they had black panelists maybe they would have brought that up and the film was about black refugees and in the second different film and discussion it was just two white people talking nonsense they were talking about Algeria being oppressive to women and Islam being oppressive too as the only headscarf wearing person in the room I got up and left and then guess who comes running up to me outside wanting to know my thoughts and why I left one of the audience members is like I'm not giving you my point of view if you can't see that the film director has clearly already tried to do in the film they managed to white gaze up an african film festival anyway sorry this is long no it's not long at all don't worry thank you for everything you do you are incredible i pray your energy is protected and only good things come your way a thank you so much aj thank you so much for that i feel like i totally see what you're saying i (laughs) People are mad. And honestly, it's again, this whole thing about black bodies being viewed as entertainment and and subjects of discussion, but we're rarely ever invited to be a part of the discussions that are about us. People can talk about us, at us, but never with us. Or it's, it's just mad. Or not even, why don't they just not talk and just listen to what we have to say? Why don't they just do that? Why do we never get that opportunity either? So thank you, AJ, for sending that through. Um, That was a fantastic straw of the week. And my next straw of the week is from another A. Let me see here. My next A. I've got this here. Here we go. Um, My other A says, Dear Kalechi, I hope this email finds you well. Can I just start by saying thank you for being such a baby girl and for all the incredible work you've been doing. You are a true inspiration to me and I can't believe that I only just stumbled upon you a month ago when you effortlessly, intellectually and flawlessly dragged anyone who came for Serena Williams on the BBC. Two slaps on your chest for that. Thank you. Since hearing about you, I've been religiously listening to your podcast, racked up 12 hours of listening time in just 12, in just four days. And I love it and everything that you are about. 
an absolute credit and treasure to the black community. Wow, thank you. I too believe myself to be a baby girl. And so you should. But this baby girl is is tired. I hear that. I'm a final year dental student studying in a small city in Hungary and have been living here for five years now. I guess you can say that with small cities come small and narrow minds. Whilst I've somewhat enjoyed my time here, I'm absolutely looking forward to seeing the back of this place. Every day I have to endure the racist fuckeries, which include but are not limited to people who stare at me because they have never seen a black person in the flesh. I came to Hungary, unable to speak Hungarian, but one of the first words I learned was black because due to the amount of abuse I got in the streets. It fills me with deep regret to say this, but my real anger is aimed at my own university. For the past five years, I've had to endure microaggressions and macroaggressions of my university because it's so corrupt. Yes, I'm talking about teachers putting their crusty white hands on my hair in exclamation of how beautiful it is and then treating me with disdain because I don't thank them for their unsolicited actions. My uni politics is such that reporting any such incidents make it harder to pass exams and progress in this university. Um, this uni so I've had to just keep my head down and endure it sadly um teachers are also open ask teachers here are so openly racist it's disgusting they like to ask me where I am from and when I tell them England though I'm Niger through and through they look at me in disbelief and say no but where are your parents from and but where is your family from because it's painful for them that a black girl can claim British heritage and it doesn't stop there my grades given to me will depend on my nation. Um, depend on my nationality. Don't believe me? Ask all the white international students who sail through this university and say that life is shagged is uh, in shagged is easy, and we do so well because they love Germans. The last straw. In keeping quiet happened last week when my teacher thought it fit to tell me that my patient only wants to be treated by native speakers, yet allowed the white Germans to continue treating their patients. This is just discrimination in its highest form and it's disgusting. My uni will not ever claim me when I blow up and leave because it did not it did nothing to help me learn. Yes, you guessed it. Teachers are so reluctant to help me, but are so willing and keen to answer Stacy and Bertha and Paul's questions. Thank you for taking time to listen to just a snippet of the emotional trauma and pain I've had to endure for the last five years. But for me, you can see that the real straw of the week in my eyes goes to my university, in particular, my dental faculty, for all the racist fuckeries they openly allow to happen. This baby girl is calling on the Hungarian tooth fairy to leave a straw under the pillow of every single member of the faculty and also that lady that refused dental treatment so that they can wake up in the morning and use the straws to suck suck their mothers so dry that the Sahara Desert has a run for its money. Wow! Thanks for taking the time to listen to my email and I'm sorry for the grammatical errors and mistakes. I've been wanting to send an email for a long time now and I wish you well and I want you I want to tell you that your work doesn't go unnoticed. Sadly, I'm not able to totally call out my university and so will ask to keep my identity anonymous or my love, a baby girl. But you can know my name. Thanks. Thank you, babe. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Um... The first thing I really want to say is I'm so, so sorry that you're going through this. I'm so sorry that you're having to endure this trauma. It's hard. Like the one time I was on a Polish beach and people were moving mad towards me, I knew I didn't want to go anywhere near that area again. And I was vigilant, hyper vigilant, 
henceforth whenever I was in Poland. So I can't imagine what it feels like to have been there for so many years and to have that happen to you all of the time. My spirit just feels like I just want to pray for you and say that I pray that all of your guides, all of our, all of your ancestors, and that God just continues to strengthen you through this time. And in every time that these people try to move mad towards you, that a fortress is built around you so they can't permeate it. You can obviously control it and make your way out and do the things that you need to do in order to connect with other people. But these people will not get the best of you. You are a baby girl and you are in a baby world and you are an ex- a beautiful, beautiful child of the universe. And you will pass all of your dentistry, you know, degrees, you'll get everything done as you need to get it done. And you will go on and you'll soar and you will show them pepper. Like you will honestly be pepper them gang when you finish. And they should not call your name when you are now blowing up in a place. And people are like, wow, come and see a baby girl because we've been known that you're a baby girl and they should have realized sooner. Universities for me are triggering places because I always say that my university should never ever claim me when I blow because they did nothing to support me when I was there. They did absolutely nothing. So I totally feel you on that. And I just pray that there is peace for you. I pray that there is love and joy for you and that can somehow just quell the micro and macro aggressions that you feel daily. Nothing can make it go away. We don't unsee these things once we see them, but I just pray that it's enough to see you through, even more than enough to see you through. And I pray that even as 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 horrible as they want to be with your grades, they won't get that joy. They will not get that joy from it. You'll continue to soar. You'll continue to rise. We'll face our front, do the work that needs to be done, get your degree, get your things and get the fuck out and go on and and go on to bigger and better things because that's what you're destined for. Amen. So that's it for Say Your Mind this week. Yep. S-Y-M is done for this week And next week will be the final studio episode So if you've got any bits to share with me You know where to send it through to S-Y-M at KelechiOkafor.com um, Any links that I promised you If I remember, I'll send it to you um, But like I said, my laptop is moving mad But hopefully, you know, everything will be fine To send you your bits for Well, you know, to post this on By the time that you're listening to it I've... Oh, I'm going to miss you guys, but we've got one more week of studio time and then we've got the live show where we're going to celebrate. Remember the live show tickets, the extra 20 tickets will be released on the 28th of November. As a big, 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 big surprise for you, I'm working on, by God's grace, I'm working on a weekly planner, a a Say Your Mind weekly planner that you can use throughout your year and note down the ways that you're being a baby boy, a baby girl, a baby non-binary, living your best life, giving out your straws of the week as well. So that should be um, coming out soon. And for those attending the show, I plan for you to be able to purchase it at the show and for everyone else it'll be online and you um, I'll be able to send that out to you when you order but thank you so much for all of the support that you've given me so far and um, please do send me your nominations for straw of the year I need more nominations for straw of the year and if you want to share anyone's magnificence you want to get it done before this year is over please send that to me too it can be sharing your magnificence. Talk to me about you and the great things that you're you're doing. Even if you just, all it is, is that you got out of the bed. You've been having a depressive episode and you managed to make it out of the bed and do things. Share that with me too. 
Um, I'd greatly, greatly appreciate it. Big up Ibile Botanica, who is my official sponsor. That is ibilebotanica.co.uk. In the extra content, I will be discussing, where is it? Extra content, I have a letter. So we'll be doing the tarot. I'm going to talk about the Nine of Swords because that's another card that came out to support these cards this week. And I'll be reading you a letter from um, one of the listeners who wrote in about a useless private school and how this private school is extremely, extremely, extremely wild and extremely, extremely racist. Um, just as a snippet, it says here, hi, Kalechi. Um, let me take you to the bit rather than reading out the intro. I'll read that um, later. Now to the point of this message, I'd like to nominate a certain school slash children and parents for this week. So you mad, but that's obviously that would be straw of the week. Um, my younger sister goes to a private school in Essex, which will remain nameless, but let's just say Alan Sugar's grandson attends this school. So you already know the kind of fuckeries and tomfoolery that takes place. So this story has two parts. A friend of my sister who was, um, who also happens to be a black girl has been attending attending this school throughout secondary school and was forced to return for the sixth form by her parents. Fellow students put this girl through hell by calling her a slave. And at the end of the year, um, at the end of the year presentation, during celebrity lookalike, while the white Beckys, Sandras and Heathers were compared to Betty Boop and Marilyn Monroe, she was compared to Lil Wayne. What? what? Oh God. Oh, oh God. Whew. Okay, so yeah, that's we're going to talk about that letter more on um, the extra content. That's on patreon.com forward slash um, Kelechi Okafor. If you want to join, you'll be able to access for as little as $3. It's the final month of supporting on Patreon, so why don't you just do it? Um, so yeah, this has been SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind unofficially known as what what that's right suck your mom i have been kelechi okafor send me your letters to sym at kelechi follow me on at kelechi or at say your mind pod so i look forward to seeing you all at the live show and doing bits with you for those who are coming and look out for the weekly planner keep your pump and moisturized keep yourself not ashy peace it's the Benz Brunani woman is baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. Baby, sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are go sipping here. Hard time scrolling for your long truths. You might learn something you never know. Collect you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind.